0: started off with questions, question. and then it's number two. One things one on my one mind, one. why this, what that? what one. should we do? The one. person that the searching, you diving into the seeking. Go find some people leaking, these niggas get the tweaking. Where you not be get the preaching, you don't be telling me. Ooh. That Ooh. my fate Ooh, is man. in the stars, you read my energy. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the things that you must believe. Now people don't deceive, they saw some Christmas seeds. It's from the start, that's why you trap, you suck, can't you cannot know leave. You rest me on your knees, Confess your sins a bull. Don't have a question, have a face, you trust you told the truth. You think, can't be slanted, well, fear the reading, Thank you for joining us for episode 29. Before I begin, I want y'all to visit mysticbayou.com. If you're in Bay St. Louis, trying to get some beach time, casino time, stop in the store in Bay St. Louis, Mystic Bayou, to see Joey and Michelle, or call them. 28-231-1948. how you doing claudia
1: i'm doing great Paul. how are you
0: i'm doing great how you doing d
2: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing well you guys know i recently moved right
2: yes oh yeah
1: congratulations yeah.
2: Move to mississippi
0: yeah well before i moved here i had an idea you know i, I I had some other business to do, but I said, hey, when I get there, I kind of want to open up a metaphysics shop.
2: Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me about that. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I told you I want to do the same thing eventually, someday.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so here it is. I moved to this town that I've I've been coming to this town since I was born. Uh, this is my mother's hometown, right? So here it is. I'm finally about to move here. And I I got this idea and as soon as I get here, the same idea I had, somebody is opening up that type of store.
2: Oh, so they were just opening as you were arriving.
0: Oh yeah. And I was moving stuff and and every time I went over there, oh, they, wait. they were setting stuff up and 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 I was looking through the window and all that stuff right (laughs) so now so
1: so both of you moved at the same time
0: wait wait (laughs) the store was opening up when i was moved when i moved there right and so now that one so you know how y'all know how i do uh with other guests Uh as other guests get up get on this show
3: You'd be Stalk them? Yeah. Page, so now, website, now,
0: huh? Out, What'd you say, D?
2: You'd be stalking their page, checking their website. Oh, yeah. So mail, now,
3: so now. Well, they, they don't have
0: a. Uh, I'm not on Instagram or something stalking somebody's page. Now I'm stalking somebody's store.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you better be careful with that, Paul.
0: You don't get in trouble. Well, well, <laughs> well no, no. Well, well. You don't know about this. You got to have Scorpio energy to know about this. Yeah,
2: that's that intensity.
0: No, the drive. Scorpio, the detective.
2: The, Scorpio, detect- the, detective.
0: Yeah. the
2: intensely dedicated detective.
0: The secretive detective, right?
1: <laughs> that's insane. So, so
0: check this out. So it's another
1: word for insanity. <laughs> so
0: now, so now the store opens, right? And so I'm trying to think. Okay, I got to go in this store. And, uh, sometimes people don't know that I'm doing this, but this is what I'm doing. Uh, so I go in, I I, I try to figure out, um, how can I strike up a conversation? (laughs) Right. And so here it is. I'm moved here. I'm in a new house. Oh, I heard you are supposed to clear a house with Sage. Yeah. Ask them about some sage, right? So I ask about some sage. Little did they know, you know, I was pretty much picking the brain, testing knowledge, see where they stand. You know,
2: fake
0: or real. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of, speaking of, hey, I know I text y'all that link from TikTok last night.
2: Yeah.
0: Of that person live. I think they were fake
2: no
0: i'll I have to tell you all about your it.
2: detective skills paul
0: yeah yeah and and what what threw me off what what, what gave me the clue was leo she said she was leo wait was she, let, was let's it?
1: get let's get on with the introduction i'm dying to say their names already Oh, 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 <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> oh
0: so 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 here it is here it is uh I, i'm picking their brain and and you know I don't go anywhere with, without what on.
2: Your t-shirt.
0: There you go. So There's
2: now a uh, star attractive t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So now now I done picked their brain and now it's my turn. And so
2: with your t-shirt, man. <laughs> yeah. So we get
0: on, we we get on astrology. Long story short, boom boom bop. You know, uh, I'm used to doing a, a ride of the day, quick uh-huh. little readings, uh-huh. pull up, pull up uh, the husband, pull up the wife, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, here we are, and they on the show.
2: Here we are.
0: Uh, i like to introduce Joey and Michelle to I Am Astrology Readings. And Joey and Michelle are the owners of the store in which I mentioned, in the beginning
1: how you doing doing hey. good welcome joy and michelle
3: <laughs> uh, thank you so much
4: appreciate you, the invite
3: you're you're sneaky but in a good way <laughs> that was quite an
1: introduction
4: now, now now
0: you say i'm sneaky michelle can i just
3: say something i did not you got to tell them like i did not even realize your shirt i was just so you know talking to you looking at your face telling you about the sage and it was probably several hours into that first conversation before i even realized his shirt said i am a stranger oh wow yeah y'all
2: were engaged in conversation well
0: (laughs) i am a gemini rising (laughs) and i was i was i was in virgo mode you know analyzing and you know but Michelle is a Scorpio moon as well so Michelle
2: Michelle and Joey are sco- Scorpio moons we just found out are
0: they? yes oh yeah they both well, are- pull it
2: up. all three of you Paul, Michelle and Joey hmm. working at Mystic Bayou together all have Scorpio moons oh hmm. interesting <laughs>
0: Good spot, D, good spot. Thank so you. uh so then you guys would have did the same thing.
1: Yeah more than
3: likely, yes.
2: <laughs> Y'all were returning that researching energy. Like let's research this guy too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So let's let uh let's find out who Joey and Michelle are. Who wants to who wants to start first? Who who <laughs>
3: Sorry. Who <laughs> wants
4: to go first, honey? I'll Michelle, go first. She likes to talk more. So. All, right. All right, Joey, where are you from? Yeah. I'm originally born in Spring Hill, Louisiana. So I'm a Louisiana boy. Uh, stayed there basically until I was 18, kind of moved a few spots in uh, Louisiana. Moved from Spring Hill, New Orleans, and what I considered up north. Was Shreveport, Louisiana, so not that so far. far. from
2: <laughs> <So> far north. <laughs>
0: oh yes. So, is, so, so uh, that's the furthest north you lived.
4: So I was eighteen, and once I was eighteen, joined the military. Oh. Kind of moved all around. <laughs> uh, did that for about thirteen years. Ended up. Ended up in Utah is when I got out of, the military then from there got a job ended up in Michigan did that for a while then let's see then from there kind of was doing logistic work so it was like just too stressful too too much bs and other stuff I mean just too much pressure and it's like I was actually developing an ulcer just because of all the stress wow I had a job opportunity with Southwest. And when I first got out of the military, I was interested in Southwest, I was hired, but starting pay at that time was, I mean, you kind of get used to a cost of living and it's like, you still have those bills at that cost. So to take a pay cut was drastic at that time. So I had the opportunity again when I went to Detroit and I got hired on again with Southwest, kind of told them, yeah, well, I was kind of interviewed in Utah. I got accepted and they're like, oh, then you're hired. It's like, I didn't have to go through the interview process or anything. So I ended up going there and pretty much from there, spent some years in Michigan, discovered I didn't like the cold. I think the day that actually was the eye awakening point was, when I went to fill the aircraft, we put potable water on in the morning. It's like, so we're filling the aircraft up with water, Disconnected it, went back inside the building. And when I went inside the building, I looked down at the jacket and just kind of pushed it. You just saw all that water froze on me. And when I pushed it, you just crackled all the way down. that was (laughs) the point of, okay, I'm done with this. I got to go somewhere warm.
2: Go back down south. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we saw on Joey's chart he's Sagittarius rising? Yes. Okay, because I found it interesting. You asked him, where are you from? And he answered, well, originally from here, but then I went here and then here and then here. And so you've been uh, traveling, long distance traveling. Uh, you might be known for, uh, you know, going around a lot of places, going to foreign, foreign lands. And you just described... You know, being from Walmart, well, bounced around all of these different places. These were these job opportunities led me.
1: A very cultured right. man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> did the, Sometimes
0: Did the military take you to foreign lands?
4: Oh yeah. I went to Italy, went to Saudi Arabia, went to Turkey, went to Greece, went to Spain. Uh was in France, but that's kind of a Bad situation. How do there any more? <laughs> no
1: uh, the 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 ruler of his chart is is placed in the ninth house, so yeah, of course he's gonna travel a lot.
2: Oh wow! I, I see. I didn't catch that. You're right.
0: Yeah. Um. Have any siblings?
4: No, nope, just myself.
0: All right. Uh, what spirituality did you grow up? In?
4: Grew up Catholic. Uh, pretty much stayed Catholic till went to high school. Uh, I actually went to Jesuit high school. So wait, that was can't wait. Stop
0: right there. <laughs> what high school did you go to? Jesuit. Now, nah, everybody. Jesua? Jesuit?
2: Jesuit. Jesuit high
0: school. It's in New Orleans, Louisiana. Wow. Now, nah, I stopped him for a reason.
2: Because that's like the opposite of Catholic, right?
0: No. No, <laughs> D. No, D. I mean, I'm 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 doing a little stretching here, D. Okay,
2: let's let's hear it. I, now,
0: I, I, now you got to remember,
4: he's going back many I'll many I'll years. I'll
0: Jesuit boy on my show. <laughs> what is Jesuit rival school?
4: And that would be you, since we've already had this conversation.
0: Archbishop Brummel. <laughs> yes, I went honey. to the. I went, D, I hey, went look to, how
4: far we've come now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went to the rival school, D. <laughs>
2: from rival schools to yeah. working together. Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. There you go. So, uh so you you grew up Catholic and you uh, practiced that pretty much too.
4: Correct. And I mean, it was like I said, once you kind of study theology, you start then asking a bunch of questions. I mean, you realize, I mean, how much man has influenced religion basically i mean it's not the true religion of almost any religion you look at it's there's not, no
0: uh say, claudia what why why do you think he started asking questions
1: what do you mean about looking what? at his chart <coughs>
0: when he just brought up theology and asking questions
1: oh, well did. he's a sad, he's a
0: and where's his jupiter
1: and the ninth, like he's a philosopher.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a straight philosopher, aren't you, <laughs> Joey?
4: <laughs> I guess he's got I some mean, very
1: strong ideals.
4: It's like, I, it's true. I mean, it's just, you get tired of how much man has corrupted so many things that he puts his two cents into when, I mean, Catholic, again, Catholic faith, Crusades—either convert or die. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at religion—is that how you actually convert people?
2: Right.
4: I mean, the every religion—if you look at the baseline—is to do good for others. To treat—I mean, the golden rule: treat others as you want to be treated. We forget that.
2: Yeah. Yet it's—it's it's like divide and conquer until we convert or die right
1: Our religion is, yes. a, is a really big though uh, religion is a really big uh, thing in in your chart though Joey like he, he has uh three planets in the 12th house
2: yeah Jupiter in the ninth is especially strong and then yeah what you said uh, planets in the 12th house Claudia yeah so that's spirituality
0: yes well let's let's pause right there.
2: Let's pause and ask Michelle where she's from.
0: Yes. <laughs> Michelle, where
3: are you from? Um, uh, I am definitely a northerner, so I grew up in Union, Michigan, a very tiny, tiny little town. We had one stoplight, and the only thing that our town was really known for was taverns and campgrounds, um, being on all the little tiny lakes. So, um,
2: nice camping area.
3: Yeah, little camping areas. We weren't very far from uh, South Bend, Indiana, and you know even Chicago. So, um,
2: are you
0: a Notre Dame fan?
3: I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. All
0: right. So, uh, small town in.
3: Small town in Union, Michigan. Um, uh, I. I don't know how far do you want me to go here you know (laughs) uh,
0: well um siblings
3: yes I have two older brothers I was the only girl in um my family all my cousins were male so I was kind of um you know the princess I guess but not really
0: so you, you grew up around a lot of masculine energy
3: I did, yeah. And matter of fact, even my my neighborhood, all of the kids in my neighborhood were majority male. So yeah, definitely a lot of male energy. You know, I was the tomboy climbing trees and, you know, cleaning fish and and doing all that stuff. Um, But, you know, I feel like I need to tell you this because she keeps popping into my head, but um, I had a neighbor that was an older lady. She was, oh Lord, probably in her, god probably 60s I don't know because I was very young I was like five or six years old and um my household my family was dysfunctional it was really chaotic and crazy at times and I found refuge in um going to see my neighbor and through those visits um you know she she used to teach I guess like um if I can remember back she was like a preschool teacher or something like that so she taught me ways to release uh feelings and emotions through writing or drawing and things like that. But she did it in a way that I didn't necessarily understand that that's what she was doing yeah. you know, at that point in time. It took me many years to figure that out. Um, but she ended up being my mentor and, you know, taught me things about hypnosis and dream interpretation, things like that. And um, the very first book I, I received that I ever re- remember receiving was this big heavy bible looking big book and it was a dream interpretation book and i used to carry it around and do dream interpretation i can't even read half the words but you know yeah yeah she was great um
0: now now you're stepping on these territory d d is a dream
2: interpreter yes i, I love, love it i love dreams yes it's very
3: oh, yeah to me the <laughs> psychology of dreams yes um and then okay, um
0: you started you got that book at a young age?
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I think at that time I was probably six or seven, you know, and, and I had it for many, many years. And What,
0: what, what, what spirituality was practiced in your household?
3: Um, we were all baptized Catholic. We weren't really practicing Catholics. Right. You know, we went to church, maybe, you know, midnight mass, Christmas Eve and on Easter. Um, so it wasn't really, you know, that.
0: A cafeteria Catholic.
3: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> there you go, and um, yeah. So much like Joey, um, at, at some point in time, you know, I got married and I had children, and you know, I married young. I married at eighteen, and really, that was a way of kind of getting out of my my house. And you know, I, I recognize that now. Um, but yeah, so life happened. I had children, etc., and was the stay-at-home housewife, mom. And then at some point I decided, um, because my mother's from Puerto Rico, um, I wanted to take my children to meet their family and you know experience that heritage and take them to Puerto Rico. Uh, but I have this fear of flying. And um, this is, this is kinda of letting me in here. So I went to Google how much tickets would cost to take a family of um, five to Puerto Rico and my jaw dropped, I knew I couldn't afford it. So what does Michelle do? do, do. Going through the computer banks here. I'm going to apply for a job at an airline. I hate flying. It scares me. Wow. Craziness. Like, why would I even do that other than to take my kids to Puerto Rico so they can meet my family? And that started my journey in the airline industry as well. So that was something that we had, you know, in common um, at this point, you know, obviously we hadn't met each other. but.
1: no i i I think you guys I think you guys yeah. are destined to meet
3: I think so too, and we've discussed it so um you know wait, I, I I moved wait, around wait, um
0: wait hold
3: in in in, hold South hold in Indiana, we had
0: hold this up. little <laughs> you real quick uh, you said that you looked up uh how much tickets would cost, right and you said, oh, all right, I don't have enough." do one of y'all see uh money conscious
1: in the chart
2: uh her taurus rising there you go material there you go i
1: i can't i can't i can't wait to get to the juicy part i've seen i've already seen so many similarities that i'm sure i'm sure that that both (laughs) of you i'm sure that both of you understand on a on a surface level like i'm sure both of you have gotten you know, I've talked a lot and have like already like gone through the similarities like on that level, but on the astrology level, it's so many. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Uh
2: Can I say the Taurus rising, the uh, material value, but also uh, her her Scorpio Moon is in the seventh house, so she saw value in maintaining connection with this uh, extended family for their kids to know the heritage where they came from. And her moon conjunct Mars in Scorpio, that's an that's an intense drive to make that to make that value a reality. Wow. To make, you know, I'm gonna find a way. Like I became an airline pilot or an air no, pilot, sorry. Work <laughs> started working for the airline, even though you have this horrible fear of of heights of flying, that I'm gonna make this happen for my family because I'm I'm dedicated to them knowing to having a relationship with uh these other members of the family
0: would that be uh scorpio facing fear
1: no actually mm-hmm. i actually yeah. I, I actually no i would put that under uh aries facing the fears her north note is an aries in the 12th she's gonna go straight head on into the into like deep waters
2: Ooh, and i know it's paul like... likes to talk about saturn saturn yeah. being obstacles to overcome and she has that also in aries you
0: had to take a, a brave stance yeah so getting back to i wanted to ask uh do one of y'all have a native american uh heritage
4: i have a little i mean not i can not like i can go to tribal lands and say hey i'm home I mean, that's not gonna happen but i have a little bit of me and I mean, I think that's, for me, I, I focus on some of that and the things I do with Mystic Bayou. But I mean, it's just one of those, it's a, it's an honored tradition. And I mean, yeah. I think many people forget how connected they were to the land, to Mother Earth. Okay. And it's like, I mean, just their spirituality in themselves. I mean, wow. the honor they had for mother earth i mean they didn't dig into the ground just because they didn't want to hurt her that's Mm why (laughs) oh
3: have you seen his tattoo paul
4: no i don't know if you can uh, he
3: actually has the um a native american medicine wheel um oh
2: nice
4: that's like
2: very
4: nice the bear I like that so I
2: mean you don't have to be Native American to return to to return to nature to return to earth to start respecting her
4: no No. and I mean everybody can be Native I mean it's just your belief systems I mean it's like I mean like say you go back to your basics I mean the medicine wheel is a perfect example it's four colors in it I mean it's black white red and yellow and I mean, and you just number one, it's a wheel. Mm-hmm. But whenever we start separating colors, races, creeds from a wheel, what do you have? It's a clog. You're going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when it's all in harmony, it's a perfect. You move. You're constantly moving. You're constantly
0: flowing. From- I find that interesting because uh, the basis, the the base of astrology is the four elements.
2: I, I remember you had one episode, uh I don't remember his name, but you had someone on who was also talking about those uh the colors and the creeds.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, um was talking about um avarice.
2: Race in astrology, I think was yes.
0: the episode. Yes, yes. D D has a little uh Native American heritage as well, right, Dee?
2: Right, from my mom's side, uh, she's from Mexico and uh, she's very, very native. So I'm ha- basically half Native American, half Irish from my dad's side.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All
4: right. so, so-
3: that's similar. Similarities yeah. with Joey. Joey's
4: my dad was, Irish. My dad was Irish. Oh, yeah. yeah? Oh, wow
2: was...
0: yeah well Dee, you actually got a little connection with both of them uh, uh you kind of share a similar family story of her of Michelle's okay so you
2: know, I, I remember you said your mother was from Puerto Rico
3: yes
0: well I was saying like chaotic family
2: oh chaotic family okay yeah uh
0: you, you needed <laughs> to find the, what you said you needed to find the escape. Yeah, Michelle.
3: Mhm. Yep. Uh, I did.
0: Uh, I think you share that as well, right, Dee?
2: Mhm. Yeah. I can definitely relate. Yeah.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. So, um, when did you guys first start venturing off off the ranch, out off of Catholicism, and you know?
3: I think for me. You know, I was telling you, I was baptized. We didn't really practice. Um, I had an experience when my father passed away in 1995, no, I'm sorry, 1996. And um, I had an experience where um, when he was in that passing away process, the dying process, I, it was like a party in his room. You know, we had the grandchildren in there, my two brothers were there, my mother was there, my best friend, et cetera. It was like a sending off party. And um, at one point, <clears throat> excuse me, when he took his last breath, the entire hospital room smelled like roses. And that really kind of catapulted me into this wanting to know what the heck was that? I wasn't the only one that smelled it. Um, the Everybody in the room smelled it. There was no flowers. Um, you know, we were kind of probably pretty stinky because we'd been staying at the hospital for, you know, at least a week. And um, my my older brother, who has no sense of smell due to an accident, um, he did not smell the roses like everybody else. But he, uh, you know, audibly heard, it's time to come home, Richard. And um, it was just, it was strange. It was so, like... I don't know. I I was just on fire. I needed to know what this was. And I started looking deeper into what it could be. And one step led me to another, which led me to the Virgin Mary, the Blessed Mother, and um, apparitions and, you know, all these different things. So I was really drawn back into the Catholic Church because of that scenario. And I put myself...
0: Did you go to Medjugorje?
3: I wanted to. I really <laughs> did. I, I had it on my bucket list. Um, you know, Fatima, Medjugorje, um, um Yeah, all that. So um, I was steeped in that for many years. I put myself through RCIA um, and became a full blown Catholic. And, you know, I loved it. I had the gift of tears and it was I was passionate. I was on fire. And it took one sermon. From our our father, um, Father Joe was his name, and it turned my world around and made me it start is, thinking. It, it, um, it was that a big he deal for you. Provided a sermon where he was talking about how we shouldn't change the way we are and um, you know our appearance and you know just just going down that path. And I happened to realize he was wearing these really thick eyeglasses and he never wore glasses. And I thought, well, maybe you know his contacts were broke or whatever. And then at the end of service, we were all talking and um, he basically said that he was getting um, Lasix done and blah, blah, blah. And something about that just triggered in me, like, wait a minute, how how did we just have this conversation in church about not changing yes. our appearance and not, you know, doing all this stuff and and doing that? And, and it's probably not a big deal, but it, it affected me. And sent me down a different rabbit hole in a different direction, so. It was contradictory to what he was saying, and I still love him, he's, he's a great priest, but um, yeah, it changed my, changed my path, most definitely. And I just consider myself more spiritual, you know, and, and realize that I don't necessarily um, need to have a middleman that I have to go to um, to be forgiven. Or anything that i may or may not have done but um yeah i've always just felt connected to the divine in the sense of just having a one-on-one conversation maybe sitting out in the woods or you know sitting on a pier fishing, you no you
0: longer know. you no longer support the uh attend or anything
3: so now not really um both joey and i became pastors in the universal life church organization and you know i don't know We don't go to a structured church at this point in time. Um, I did start going to a spiritualist church when I lived in Indiana, and that was phenomenal. I really, um, I really loved that, and it really lit my fire again. And then we, you know, life happened, and I moved from Michigan to um, Texas with the airline, Texas to New Mexico, et cetera, and just haven't really found found that type of church around here.
0: Did you guys meet in Michigan?
3: No. no, but we were, the, we were in Michigan Wait. at the same time frame. I so was
0: walking around each other all this time in Michigan, but
3: Don't probably. realize it yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that we've discussed. Now we actually met in New Mexico when I got hired on with Southwest Airlines. I took his position because he was out. With a
4: shoulder injury.
3: Yeah. He was out with an injury. So they hired me in and, um, when he came back they moved me to a different department and uh but we became really good friends
0: you took your there, out bro yeah
3: <laughs> one day this is this is kind of so stupid oh, but, um
0: wait 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 joey are you sleeping with the enemy <laughs> <laughs> i converted her <laughs>
4: <It's no> longer... <laughs>
2: That's so funny. You had all these coincidences where you guys were in the same place at the same time and didn't know it. And then you end up, uh, take, or, you know, replacing him while he was out of work.
3: Yeah. Isn't that so crazy?
2: crazy. <laughs> the rest yeah. be like, y'all are going to meet now. Yeah. This time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. And as soon as we, as soon as we met, we just hit it off. We were really, um, great friends. And yeah. yeah not
4: the very first time.
3: Well, the very because... first time, oh, we were in training in the same room together and I was in one corner on a computer in this lab. And he was in the opposite corner on a computer in this lab. And you know, Southwest Airlines always had a bunch of snacks for everybody. So I went over to the snack cabinet and there was this big bowl of um dum dum-dum suckers. And I walked over to him and I said, Would you like a dum-dum? And he looked at me like I had five heads. <laughs> It was so uncomfortable. I don't think he even took a dum-dum. And I just went back to my corner and went back to my training. Oh my God, how embarrassing. So now I just joke around and say he still got a dum-dum. So.
0: Uh, being that we went to rival schools, I know we were pretty much programmed into the similar path of thought, frame thought. Uh, what was your... Was it hard for you to pull yourself out?
4: A little bit, I would say at first, but I mean, the more you start researching, the more you start, again, researching, but I mean, the more you start looking into things, you start waking, you start waking up. I mean, and like you say, I mean, you start waking up, there's a lot of rabbit holes out there that you start going into. that one rabbit hole leads to five more. Those five more lead into 10 more. And I mean, the journey is just an amazing journey. And I mean, I think the hardest part of any journey is that first step. I mean, once you want to open up your eyes, it's there for you, but you have to break the mold of yourself to move forward. Hmm. All right.
0: All right. So, how did y'all get from the airline industry to opening up a store? Uh-oh.
3: When we were working at Southwest Airlines, I had uh, mentioned that I always wanted to go to New Orleans and see the French Quarter. So, you know, we would hitchhike on our days off, you know, non rev, take a flight to um, the French Quarter, hang out, maybe stay the night, and then we'd get back on a plane the next day and go back to New Mexico. And uh, it got harder to leave. Um, It was extremely emotional. I would feel like I couldn't talk because I would cry. I felt like I was leaving home. And, um, you know, I'm an Aquarian and you're probably gonna see this in the chart somewhere that I like to fly by the seat of my pants and make snap decisions. Mm -hmm. And one day I said to Joey, oh my gosh, look, they're hiring in New Orleans. We should try to get a job there. (laughs) (laughs) And literally, We both had interviews um i think i was with the company at that point like three years and you were there like 17. (laughs) (laughs) so he got the job i didn't um so we ended up moving here on you know southwest dime they they moved us out here and uh you know joey continued his um path with the airline industry and i actually went to um college to become a certified clinician, uh, medical, um, assistant and phlebotomist.
0: Oh, wow. All right. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, Michelle, what, what are your gifts?
3: I can draw blood. I'm kidding. (laughs) Actually, not kidding. I can. Um, so, (laughs) so yeah, going back to my childhood because I had that mentor, her name was Betty and she was wonderful. I was so open to the metaphysical stuff and all my life I had had intuitive stuff. I had precognitive dreams. Um, you know, I had situations where I would just know something was going to happen. Um, and it did. Um, so I kind of played with that throughout the years. I mean, even in the nineties, I was, uh, reading Oracle cards and tarot cards and doing dream interpretation and numerology type stuff on a website. I would flow into it and flow out of it, et cetera. Um, but it was when I was in the medical industry, you know, I, I saw things that I didn't want to believe was happening and, and some deception and, you know, just, just, things that drove me out of there, but I had to be in that profession and I had to see the things that were going on to to help me on my path and my journey. And um, I I still continued to be in that medical field for a few years, Um, even though universe was nudging me, you know, like this isn't working. I would dread going to work and I would just continue to go.
0: Were you doing tarot and oracle readings why you were in the medical field
3: i was i was i was doing them through email and you know but not professionally i was just kind of um at that point just for friends and such that would reach out to me uh but even though i i still continued um to be in the medical profession um universe was definitely nudging me and saying hey you know what you're miserable and I obviously wasn't listening. And when that happens, universe makes changes for you regardless. And it's usually not in a pleasant way. So I had um, had to have ulnar surgery um, on my arm. So they had to like move the ulnar nerve because of the repetition of when I was drawing blood, it caused this issue. Oh, so while wow. I was in my recovering, I saw Well, I'm a documentary nut, you know, like give me geek TV, I am happy all day. And I saw a documentary on this thing called the Crystal Light Therapy Bed, it moved me. Like, I'm getting choked up now.
2: Oh. Sorry. Okay, okay.
3: (laughs) So, um. So Joey comes home from work that day and I'm like talking 50 miles an hour with gusts of up to a hundred, right. About this thing I just saw on TV and this whatever. And he looks at me and he's like, how much medication did you take today? <laughs> because wow. I was still taking pain meds. And um, so anyhow, we sat down, we watched this documentary together. And what probably like three or four days went by. And we were we were in the kitchen doing dishes together because he's that kind of man, and um, he just looked at me and he said, uh, I, "I don't know what we're gonna do with this crystal light therapy thing, but we're gonna get it because it needs to it needs to be out here for people." Yeah. And, and it
2: is that how you got yeah. the, the crystal work that you do?
3: Yeah, so that literally, like, we had no um, no intent to have a business. Um, it wasn't really in, in our mind. We just wanted Joey. to get this bed.
0: Joey. Yes. What made you make that statement?
4: All right, for me, like I said, we watched the video. I mean, it, and it was impressive. I mean, it was an impressive video. And it's like... I think the biggest thing was if this can do half of the things that it, it was said to do, it's like, we got to bring it. I mean, like, like she said, too, I mean, universe speaks to us.
2: So it was like a call.
4: Sorry, you broke up?
2: Oh, it was, calling, it was calling to you. Right. Absolutely.
4: So, I mean, so and in, in actuality I think we got the day that I said let's get it we actually got our tax refund
3: oh yeah so it was, it was it insane was, nice. yeah like so- money money came oh, where there was no money it was just as if we were just in sync with the flow of the plan synchronization synchronicities exactly and and I, I feel so strongly that once we put it out vocally into the universe. We set that that vibration and everything just happened. And I think within a week, we
4: yeah.
3: we had a, a storefront. We had our signs and each step of the way, we're like, what are we doing? Oh my gosh. And it was funny <laughs> because when it's we- It's
4: time to back up. No, we're so we're going
3: together right now. All
4: right. All right. So Joey. Yes. I
0: have a, I have a question for you. Okay. Now I just heard your answer. All right. now how much of that answer the percentage of that answer goes with having a mercury and a libra hmm. how much was it a good idea and how much was it hey I gotta support my woman
2: that balancing act the libra
4: scales I, the thought. I would probably say yeah it's 50-50 I mean hmm. like I said the video impressed me, and I mean, so did the enthusiasm of Michelle. I mean, I I knew, because I mean, it was gonna be at first her baby. I mean, it was something that I knew. I, I was still working with Southwest, so I didn't have the time that I would love to put into the shop. But I mean, the universe like has a way of guiding you and let me know what needs to be done I think those were the first initial steps of the business forming for us and I mean every year since inception we've grown into a bigger location alright Year we've actually moved from where we were to a bigger, to a bigger location, location. What, what are your actual gifts?
3: what was that?
0: what is your actual gifts Joey?
4: What do you, what do you do? I mean, for me, I guess Reiki's my strong suit. I mean, I use. She she's trying to get me more into readings, but
3: he's good. He's really good at doing readings.
4: It just takes a lot of energy from me, so I know I'm not doing something right. Probably, what but
3: what readings are you guys talking
2: about?
4: We I do Tai Chi. I mean, I've been in martial arts since. I was probably seven or six. So, I mean... Claudia Claudia just started a martial arts class.
1: I did. jujitsu.
4: jitsu cool. Oh, Very nice. cool.
1: Thank
4: you. I've done Ishenryu, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, Jiu-jitsu, Judo. And, I mean, I've kind of just formed it all into... I mean, as always, some parts you don't like, some parts resonate with you. So, I mean, you just take what works for you and... You just kind of make it your own style.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. How
2: does that play into readings or is it more like classes?
1: So we, we do
3: Oracle card readings. Okay. Yeah. And I do mediumship readings and, and Joey does Oracle card readings as well. Um, sometimes when we're providing a service or not necessarily Joey so much, um, but if I'm providing Reiki on a person or chakra testing and balancing, I'm working so so in their energy field that if I receive intuitive spikes um, or intuitive hits, I always ask the client um, and, and I can never promise that it happens, but I'll ask them if I do receive these intuitive hits, would you like me to talk to you about them at the end of your session? And they'll say yes or no, depending on their religious beliefs, and that's fine. But I feel mm-hmm. like if it comes to me in those sessions, it has to do with a particular healing that they need because that's that's what they're there for is a healing. So um, nine times out of ten, that's exactly what it is. You know, something well, will come cool. up. I'll well, just.
0: Do Reiki. Yes. All right. Yes. Did did you did you guys start on your, your own, or did she bring you in, Joey? Or
4: i was been into Reiki for a while. I mean, it's kind of like kundalini yoga. I mean, I've dabbled in different things in military because, I mean, it was just one of those still, I mean, when I was a Marine oh, in California, so it's called a Hollywood Marine. So it's still part of that time frame where, I, indirectly, I guess I was a hippie Marine too because it's following Marine yoga and stuff like that it was like i wanted to learn other things and i mean and i mean knowledge is great i mean just to have your beliefs and see what's the best parts of the yoga i mean it's like it's amazing once you actually get the energy vibrating and moving through your body the feeling that you get i mean it's just again like say with you refer back to martial arts I mean that's your inner energy that helps you break boards break concrete, break ice I mean you see yourself as an energy being going through another form of energy which you perceive or you already see that act happening and you already know where your hand needs to go whenever you're doing whatever the case may be I mean it's an amazing experience, amazing trip Claudia.
0: Are you paying attention to what this rising is saying?
1: I, I am. I am.
0: <laughs> Claudia is a Sagittarius moon, and her moon sign is in would would be in your ninth house. Uh, you know uh, where your Jupiter and and uh, Venus. Oh
1: well, no, my moon is technically in its first house.
0: No, yeah, all right.
1: my moon is in his first house.
0: Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're doing a synastry chart <laughs> speaking of would y'all like to see your synastry chart
2: yes sure <laughs> uh, that,
0: this is this is a chart of like if you take both of y'all charts and put it on top of each other
3: oh my gosh
0: well uh, that's what it looks like uh some of the things that claudia was really begging to get to i'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> it's all that 12th house energy right
1: yeah. no and also like the combination of planets um well one of them has it in the seventh house i think it's michelle that has it oh, in the, seventh the house.
0: yes michelle wow so
1: basically uh where one shows it in private the other shows it to other people
0: <laughs> well actually this would be the synastry chart here so,
1: yeah, he, I, he bring... I, I'm, I'm sorry. I I also I oh. also love that. Um, I noticed both of you were born on the number on the day number nine. Uh, you're both exactly two years apart. Um, you're we both born at one is at two fifteen I think, and the other is at eleven fifteen that's pretty cool that's pretty cool too Uh, what else Uh, I noticed those those are pretty cool there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities in your charts almost like as if like you were like twins in a way
2: yeah so like she has the moon Mars and Neptune in the 7th right yeah and then he has the same
1: in the 12 yeah
2: Mars, moon and neptune in the 12 but both both of them have all of those in scorpio so yeah like you're saying like twin and like she reflects it more outwardly in relationships one-on-one relationships and he's more private about it he keeps it uh he's more close like keeps it to himself or maybe or shy about expressing those those uh mystical planets emotions yeah. intensity
4: Mm-hmm. yeah
3: right. absolutely
4: <laughs> that's why i had her to start, well that's why i wanted her to start talking yeah. except all pages go reverse <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and then another thing I noticed is wait
2: wait, has, wait it's oh, funny
0: it's funny he said that check it out where's her son in uh mercury fall in his history in the 10th house no no in his chart right here and
1: his, a oh in the third yeah this is third.
0: communication mm-hmm. so her sun sign her her aquarius and her uh mind falls in your third house of communication so uh maybe since being with her you may have opened up and become a little bit more communicative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking more
1: yeah michelle michelle gets to talking out of it. no but you know what what i find interesting is that uh both both of you are both of you probably at some point um maybe like not consciously knowing but at some point in both of your lives you wanted something that was probably a little bit more spiritual or more like spiritually inclined um because the both of you have really like deep heavy like spiritual energy in your chart and so you both come together and you come to an understanding of like what it is to be spiritual in your own individual ways right
0: would, Claudia would you say that is the 12th house energy I, I, absolutely
1: and, 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 and absolutely and Michelle spoke about uh, I think when your grandfather passed away uh, yeah my dad your dad, your yeah, dad, dad, sorry, your dad. um with uh smelling the roses her her venus is in aries pa like right there and then and then you also uh mentioned you're like that that something like set you like on fire i also thought that was interesting because you have this entire stellium in your 12th house which means that there's so much concentrated energy around like the collective conscious like do you like you guys are probably telepathic with each other right like you don't have to always say words like you could just understand what one or the other thinks
2: just what everyone wants in a relationship is to just read my mind
1: <laughs> yeah
3: a- absolutely Basically. we'll finish yeah. each other's sentences yeah.
0: and- now, now here's some behind the scenes that y- you guys don't know y'all can't see this you see her 12th house here this stallion yeah uh, what sign is it
1: in, in Aries. Aries Aries
0: Aries. Yeah. Would do y'all find it interesting that Joey's mother is an Aries moon?
1: Oh, yeah. Nice.
0: And now he's married to someone with an Aries stuff—the oh. North Node Venus <laughs> pattern. Like to the
2: that we marry our parents. Yeah. Someone <laughs> well, well, well. like our our parent.
0: Well, no, he he's attracted to uh, Aryan type energy,
2: strong, brave women.
1: Oh, to a and. Venus and Aries female. Well,
0: but let me ask you a question: Why do you think you, he is attracted to Aryan energy? Let's look at his look at his fifth oh, house. Oh, he.
2: Oh yeah, he's got he's got Saturn in Aries.
0: What else in Aries?
1: And then oh, the North Saturn, Node. Aries.
0: So why is he attracted to Arian that. energy?
1: Yeah. Well, because he's got to be more independent, like an Aries.
0: Mm, mm. oh what's the fifth house
2: Leo
0: what's what's fifth house represent Love,
1: love or risk.
0: risk love love risk. yeah but I was going to love <laughs> <laughs> and So he loves her
2: that Aries energy
0: yeah but when they she
2: have Saturn and the north node in Aries yeah. I'm just seeing that too y'all have a lot in common like so much
0: in common she he loves when she is really Aryan like with her spirituality well she's
1: she's a she's a businesswoman uh with mystic bayou healing center like come on (laughs) that that ignited (laughs) that ignited an entire fire within this whole dynamic
0: Yeah, um. Would you say the businesswoman would be because of the? You see the cusp?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
2: got the Capricorn on the. But middle remember,
1: end. Aries are also very entrepreneur-like.
2: They're pioneering. Yeah, that's true. And hers, hers, be, her being more pioneering in the spiritual world.
1: Yeah, like starting something completely new.
2: Going into the darkness, blind, feeling it out. And being brave with
0: it. Speaking of speaking of going in the darkness, um, Michelle, would you like to speak of some of the darkness you had to uh, Absolutely to get to this point?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um
0: wait, before you say that, before you say that, um Michelle is a day birth. So in, in a day birth Mars is her malefic out of set which is going to be uh, uh, not a good planet for her right and the moon is in fall in Scorpio
4: planet. <laughs> yes
0: yes and the moon is in fall in Scorpio and she also has Neptune in Scorpio right here right what what does Scorpio rule what's, what's topics of Scorpio energy
2: uh, sex, Red, birth,
1: rebirth.
2: death, the afterlife,
1: transformation,
2: uh, regeneration, transformation.
1: All
0: right. So, uh, Michelle, you want to go ahead and tell these ladies about your story?
3: Sure. So, um, I had four children and um, two boys, two girls, and I lost both of my sons to two separate accidents. Um, three years and seven days apart. Um, One was 19. That was my son, Cody. And Sean, uh, he was uh, eight years old. So, Sean, passed first, and he he was struck by a car at daycare. And um, that was um, March 27th of 2004. And he passed away on April 1st. 2004 um due to the, his um, injuries and then Cody again like I said three or seven days later again in April he was in a car accident and was killed instantly okay. yeah so right. it, it definitely put me on another path and um the when Sean passed away first Stop!
0: stop, stop. what year you said 2004? 2004 2004. And hey, look right here, D oh. and, yeah, the and moon, Claudia.
3: Mars
1: wow.
0: What what period is active right Mars? here? That's moon, Mars. Mars Moon. Where's our Mars and Mars? That's
1: and moon? hard. That's really wow.
2: hard.
0: In relationships.
2: Yeah. Wow. And it wow. being Mars, you said it was car accident. Both of them were car accidents. Yes. Wow.
1: That's hard. So hard
2: that is a
0: harsh I was just I just wanted to show them the timing uh where Mars was active you you said the year 2004
3: Yeah does it show up for 2007 as well um April 2007
1: Yeah I mean in 2007 wow. it was in Mercury right April well, for April it would be still in Venus
2: it,
0: Yeah and it would
1: be the Venus
0: and,
2: uh, but it's still a moon period with Venus being.
1: Yes. But Venus, yeah. Venus is in a is in a bad place there in the twelfth house Wait. next to Saturn.
0: What is what is what is the twelfth house? The house
1: of loss. You some you lost something. Wow. You lost something into uh, you lost something. A female,
2: her son. Her son. Yeah, two two sons.
0: Yeah. So, and also,
2: you said it was a moon period, and the moon is family.
0: Yeah, during during the moon period, her moon is in the seventh house, relationships. Mm-hmm. She lost two people uh, during the during the Mars period. She lost one person, and, then during, the- and during the Venus period, she lost another person in twelve. Wow. Mm-hmm. That,
2: that's some heavy stuff.
3: I'm so sorry that you went through that.
0: No. Continue. Michelle.
1: But it's for a, um, a, a purpose.
3: It is it is for a purpose. So um it took me a long time to kind of realize that. So um after Sean passed away, that was my eight-year-old. Um, you know, I, I really went into the dark night of the soul. I went deep into the depths of of darkness and what I say is hell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um I became, you know, not the person I am today, that's for sure, and thank God. But you know, I was drinking heavily, I was self-medicating through alcohol to to numb, you know, to numb any and all feelings. And um, once I started to kind of um, come out of that, I had um, kind of a, you know, an awakening. I was was actually driving home from a local bar that I was bartending at because, you know, hey, if I can work there and drink, you know, it was great. So I'm driving home and I'm drunk and my car just stops just comes to a complete stop and I can't get anywhere. And I like, I, I audibly heard a voice that said, what are you doing? And, you know, I had this realization of, oh my God, you know, Michelle, get your crap together. What are you doing? You're driving drunk. You could, you know, why would you want to risk taking a child from somebody else or creating, you know, causing a death of a loved one for somebody else and having them go through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So that kind of changed my thought pattern. So I start working on myself and I'm, I'm coming up out of it. And literally I was not even up and I was sucker punched again when Cody passed away. And, um, I literally, literally hit the floor on my knees and just cried out to God and said, I can't do this without you
1: right you and you have a very strong and i made out. a
3: consci- i i definitely made a, a conscious choice at that point um you know to, to live because at that point i could have gone either way and you know my my youngest daughter was um six months old at that time and you know i just i knew that i had to be there for her because she you know she didn't ask for any of this and you know i, I had to be a better person. And once I made that conscious choice, um, again, synchronicities happen. You're, you're living your life in alignment to your purpose. And, um, you know, I knew um, that my boys were still around me. I still feel them. They still give me messages. Um, and definitely I knew, um, just knowing in my heart, that this was a pact that both the boys and I made before we incarnated on this planet. And I had to be in this role to help them come in for their short period of time so that they could stay on their evolutionary, um, ascension path. And I was also going to be able to ascend spiritually as well. And, um, I, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that because I had dreams, precognitive dreams about both of their deaths. For Sean I dreamt them ever since he was a tiny baby I have a question sure
1: I have a question have you um, have you considered writing about this oh my
3: gosh I cannot even believe you said that so it's been on my heart to do this because I feel like I have a story but I'm yes. I'm scared about the writing process and don't know how to do it well oh, you and know the Mer-
1: Mercury is next to her midheaven and like her, look at where her north is. coming up. you have to there's something you've got to write and communicate like yeah. the world
3: that keeps that's coming up
2: story to tell that could help other people no there's a huge there's know. a
1: huge story in your chart that you need to tell uh it's it's, it's and wow. and then you have to spread it to a lot of people
3: wow and, and you know that's something that keeps coming up in re in readings for me is yeah. that same thing and i don't know what blocks me other than fear it's in it can be intimidating
1: it might take write. you a while it might take you your whole life to get over that but you have it in you and I, and i'm sure eventually oh, we'll I, have it. To,
3: I have to show you this because, what's this right here i just bought this the other day and i told joey when um i have a chance i'm just gonna start writing there's things there's like a book in you you, know, that that I remember,
1: you have a book in you
3: and then put it together somehow some way so yeah. um i appreciate that thank you very much yeah, look,
0: look right here yeah. What's this?
1: Hold on, you've got two. Which what one's is out? Pluto and, and and Venus, but it's it's it. Yeah, you but, could see it very wait, 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 wait!
0: Look at the degree. Look at the degree of Pluto. Yeah,
1: it's That's it's right it. there.
0: And look at the degree on her mid heaven. Right there. What's that mean, D? What's this? What does Pluto sitting on her mid heaven mean?
2: That transformation
1: to your to your calling. You have a calling. Yeah, okay. but but your, your it's it,
2: this is, like is the like transit. This is the
0: transit right here. Uh-huh. Pluto is sitting right on your the top of your chart
1: in the ninth house of like stories.
0: Yeah, so it's deep. Tra- you're undergoing deep transformation right now.
3: Oh wow!
0: And it's public out
2: no You just went public with it. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, we are on a podcast that's going to be released to the it's, internet.
2: <laughs> now you can write about it. Wow. <laughs> Slowly but surely.
1: No, but uh...
2: I, I'm a writer too and I definitely have a problem with uh long-term writing. Uh I'm I mostly do like poetry and short stories, but you know like like you said just write a little bit, get it get a little bit off your chest. Uh, journal. No, no,
1: no. But I, I, I think it's, like,
2: I think. Eventually you put it all together and you have a nice big long book about, you know, what you've gone through and
3: how you can help people. It goes very it's deep. It's truly, it's, it's really about the organization. <laughs> organization <laughs> is not my friend. So for me to, to be in my head about how to organize and put it together, it may, it's overwhelming. And then I shut down. But i have i the same what's,
0: way what's sitting on top of her mercury right uh, now?
1: saturn no but what i find fascinating what, what i find fascinating is that both chiron and the north node are in conjunction at zero degrees so like um your wound is also like part of your soul your- mission Destiny. yeah your, this huge oh wound that you carry is like part of like what 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 were you here for too so it's like inevitable it yeah, it, it, yeah. it was always inevitable Your soul purpose. um
0: so if you put it in the sign aries what well, would uh and go back to her story. well think about
1: it aries is impulsivity and like car crashes like it's inevitable like you 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 had well, yeah, you, you but
0: think about this wait, wait, what does what does what does aries do it it, it 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 has the sword it likes to cut things away yeah and in her it, it, it wait, wait, wait. and in her story, she said, "I made a decision to what? Not let this. Yes, yeah,
1: but I, I wouldn't, uh, but I wouldn't put Aries with with uh, with cutting things away. That that's more Martian quality. No, a-
2: no, no. Aries, uh, Aries no. is
1: what, what what's happening in her chart is is a, a seed, the beginning of something completely new, like a whole yes. direction."
0: But but what I was getting at is the last thing that D said to finish. If you think about Aries energy, Aries is the warrior. Yeah, the warrior battlefield, and on a on a battlefield, it's life or death. Absolutely, kill or be killed. Absolutely. And she said, "Hey, I'm not gonna let this."
1: Yeah, she's a warrior. She's not gonna let it kill her, ever.
0: Yeah, which which goes to what you were just saying.
2: I would even go as far to call you a spiritual warrior with all of what you're going through and all the planets in your 12th house and uh, with what you do with mediumship and the Reiki and the crystals and uh, that's all healing. That's all spiritual Pisces
3: energy energy. and you have it in in Aries. That really touched me deeply because um, on that path, um, I started to journal on on a website that's not even... um, out there anymore and it was for bereaved parents and people started gravitating to me um and wanting to hear my story and wanting to help have me help them straighten out their path i guess you know to help them and i didn't want to just tell them my story i wanted to have some education behind what i was doing I, I, i knew you know, Asbury parents were on that fence, you know, and I didn't. You're really a guru. <laughs> the wrong way. So um, I, I took a grief counseling certification course. Of course, I, I let that certificate go, but I have the knowledge of it. Um, so I used that and I started a website called Wounded Healer. So, um, Chiron. Yeah, that's Chiron.
0: That's what the Chiron is wounded called. Healer. Wounded Healer.
2: What? Straight up. Yes. Yes. In greek google,
1: mythology. I, if you google go chiron in greek mythology chiron was actually known as the wounded healer uh he was a ha- oh ha- half man half horse and and the whole mythology is that chiron could heal everybody but he couldn't heal himself he couldn't heal his own wounds so he, he was oh a teacher gosh. so he would teach others how to heal their wounds but the whole oh irony is that he couldn't heal himself
3: yeah yeah so he was oh shot by gosh. an arrow and
1: he couldn't like get rid of Earth. that arrow at all
3: yeah. That's crazy.
1: No, it's, it's very, it's very symbolic. You have a very symbolic chart and you have a very wow. strong purpose. It's very strongly defined in your chart. Very strongly wow. defined.
0: Wow. But, but she had to, has to get over what? Uh,
1: oh, the Jupiter Uranus. Your <laughs> she's just a, she's a, she's just a, a specific type of genius.
0: Well, she needed to find balance with six house. Daily yeah. health and routines.
3: Uh huh.
1: Yeah, but genius so but Jupiter, but genies need of. A, I would say like just different routines, right?
0: Yeah. So 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 listen. If you put, you take her, being a son, uh, a day, a day, um, birth, day birth, uh, Jupiter is her good planet, all right? Mm-hmm. Put it in the sixth house of daily routines and health. Oh and what is and and what is uh mystic Bayou's slogan we're doing what
3: balancing body mind and
1: spirit <laughs> <laughs> which is your, your which is your 12th house by the way body mind and spirit uh, she
3: has this yes. in her chart
0: you, yes balancing. but you but you put balancing libra in the 6th house health,
1: health body oh mind God. and then spirit is the 12th Ain't that awesome?
0: By the way, uh, in your chart, you have uh, Pluto in the fifth. What is the fifth? In Virgo. Yeah, but what Uh is
2: the fifth? Creativity. What else? Children.
0: Yeah. Kids.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, wow.
0: Pluto is deep transformation. And you, 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 Virgo, Healing. analyze analytical so uh, when it came to your kids uh you had an event that sent you into deep transformation but to 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 survive that you had to become very analytical about the situation
4: mm-hmm.
3: i would agree
0: and, and, and since you did, I mean, you, oh, that's where free will came in. You you made a conscious choice. I wasn't going to let this kill me. And once you found that balance, you know, what what would you say? What would y'all say Uranus being there is? Strange and unusual. So she has a strange and unusual way to bring balance to your mind, body, and spirit.
2: Right. Right.
0: Uh, why did y'all move, why did y'all move to Mississippi?
3: Again, it was one of those things we, it's our theme I guess, we didn't really have any plans to move, here we're in the middle of COVID, you know, people are shut down, you know, we had to close our business for, uh, you know several weeks in Louisiana and again, just um,
0: one day the thought
1: came, we should buy a house
0: no wait How did the community receive y'all in Louisiana?
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, we never felt really like we were at home in Louisiana, especially with the business. We never purchased a home. We were always renting. We would lived there since 2013. So, it just never felt like home. We didn't plant our roots.
0: Um, What did the people say about the business?
3: uh, They were very negative, you know, um, called us witches and evil and even a, a, a landlord at one of our locations had emailed me several, like 30 pages of Bible verses talking about how psychics and mediums should be stoned and killed. Oh, and wow. wow. It hurt my heart because, you know, I, I like to say I don't care what people think, but I really do. I take it to heart and it affects me and of I dwell course. on it and, um, you know, Joey's the opposite, but um, it hurt. But we never really um, we never really fit I guess. And we didn't ever join the chamber of commerce. And then lo and behold, you know, things just got a little weird with CBD products, which we sell at our store in Louisiana. And there was a lot of regulations and, um, you know, we were seeing people that were doing really well on it, not being able to have it. So we were like, Hey, let's buy a home. Let's start looking in Mississippi. and. Uh, everything fell into place like we didn't even think that we could purchase a home because i hadn't taken a paycheck in almost three years
0: which is probably really hard for taurus rising
3: and um
0: would you how how was that not receiving a paycheck for that to, for you
3: it, it was okay because
0: be, be honest
3: it yeah. was hard it was hard it was hard yeah. i like to it tame, just but it totally sucked
0: <laughs> listen listen I the got reason, through it. it the, sucked. the reason i'm saying that is because i've spoken to a couple of tauruses before and mentioned uh like for instance uh, um a teacher a taurus teacher was retiring and her husband was in had started his own uh, real estate business and she didn't know what she was gonna do i said well won't you help your husband And she said i can't do that i need a a paycheck every two weeks Mm. real estate you don't get a paycheck every two weeks i can't do it and so that's why i asked you that question
3: (laughs) yeah It, it was it was hard i mean it truly was um but again you know just things happened where we had money you know it was just synchronicities and you know we didn't um i don't know we we didn't really went for anything i guess you know we were taken care of universe had our back and um yeah so yeah so we
0: the the main reason i asked you that question is uranus is strange and unusual six houses daily routines and health six houses what we do on a daily basis and you do it in the community y'all was considered strange and unusual oh wow alternative health yeah, All witches, you know, warlock and whatever else name they wanted to tag. So,
3: yeah, it, it was tough. It was really hard. And, um, you know, the concept of, oh, this magical crystal light therapy, you know, they just labeled us as woo-woo and whatever.
2: Yeah. It's really libeled, though. So it kind of makes sense that you would come across some opposition of, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: I wasn't even thinking that.
0: you see mediumship in the chart.
2: Uh, I, I kind of see a lot of it in her 12th house. That's what that's I, I related to.
0: Yeah, that's where I was going to mm-hmm. as well.
2: But the Uranos in the sixth house of, of you know service, daily routine, that could also be work, like sudden erratic changes in your day-to-day job, like what you were doing in your routine. There's just sudden shocking changes that like, I guess more recently started to work out in your favor.
0: Ooh, D, D, I'm glad you said that. You said sudden, sudden, shocking. Shocking is what? Is what? Energy, right?
2: Shocking energy?
0: No, but shocking is like. Oh,
2: shocking, like to the people around you, like, oh, y'all are weird.
0: And what is, and and they are Reiki masters. Yeah. And what is Reiki? You what? Shocking (laughs) energy (laughs) on on daily health
3: and Mm -hmm. routine
0: interesting yeah by the way you you heard uh yesterday i got accused of not using the outer planets right <laughs> i just used the outer
2: planets.
0: Be... man man oh ooh, we, we we've been rolling uh michelle you feel like displaying your gifts
3: yeah you want me to pull some cards for y'all
0: who wants that d you wanna step up today and get some cards pulled for you?
2: All right. I guess we'll do me this time, Claudia. <laughs> so um what about you? You already had your oracle drawn by them, I'm sure. Who me? Yeah, you.
0: No, uh uh-uh. uh.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Done um, that, have we?
0: No. Well, I mean, tell you I... what, you could you could pull some cards for all of us if you feel like whatever you feel like doing, the show is yours.
3: So I am actually um in the moment i I'm really drawn to D and i think paul when you were talking about her and i having similarities i was hit with some things that um i won't share on here but maybe we can do a little something when the recording's not going and it might be extremely personal so um yeah something that's just came to me and um i feel like it's it's worth mentioning and you know if it happened it happened if not not but um yeah. so we're just gonna kind of see what universe has to say about what's going on in your in your life right now okay
2: nervous
3: <laughs> you're nervous <laughs> me too <laughs> guess we should have some like jeopardy music going on or something
0: well i had, I had that in the in the mix down
3: <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's in the kitchen doing it for me I, well, I'm I'm I've shuffled the thought into the cards. I've laid them out, and I'm using my left hand, which is my indicator hand, um, just to to draw some cards.
0: What's the difference? What's the difference between the use use of the hands?
3: Um, I feel energy more in my left hand, so um, I just prefer it for myself. Oh, all right.
2: Uh, I know that the left side of the body is supposed to be the more feminine side the right side more masculine so the left would be like receiving and yeah the left would be more giving
3: absolutely so yeah left is is uh, receiving and your right is is giving okay so um the first card that i I get for you all
2: right so is it this- Arrow or Oracle. This isn't.
3: This is an Oracle deck that I like to use. Stuck in the mud. Stuck in the mud. So this shows up. Um, recent past could still be in it. Um, feeling, um, you know, just stuck. Like you can't really move forward. You're not. And I see the moon back here too, and that indicates a transition, but um, blockages in that transition. So it totally goes in line with feeling like you're stuck in the mud. Um, not necessarily moving forward, not necessarily moving back, but um, if I had to put it, the way I feel about it is um, as if you're trying to run in waste high water, okay? Maybe wow. even trying to force something that's just not the right time, um, the right timing. So you just have to sit in that moment and, and just be still a little bit and try not to feel like you're stuck in the mud and really use that as a period of um, going deep within. And the next card that I get is Ghostlands. Um and look, it has astrology all over it here. Wow, wow. I don't know if you can even see that. Let me get take a look at it. Okay, I
2: kind of see the clock and the symbology of the signs behind.
3: Okay. Okay, so and then basically this is just piggybacking on the feeling stuck or, you know, not maybe necessarily um, getting what you want when you want it. I always say, want, 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 you know, we want what we want when we want it. And we have to sometimes be forced to um, wait, be in one position to wait. Exactly. Because I saw the hands on the
2: clock of that card. So yeah, absolutely.
3: So it absolutely indicates that in time, it's not going to be your timing. So universe is letting you know it's not in your timing, honey, it's in my timing. And it's going to be so much better than you even dream or even think it can be. But you have to wait. So your third card is the goblin card. And what strikes me on this card is the number five. So number fives, and and I don't do too much numerology anymore, but number fives to me are um, positive change. Okay. So and, you know, there, you can see all this beautiful sunlight and all this going through this dark forest. And all these little goblins are around. So what are little goblins? What are they there for? They're there to trip us up, to keep us in fear. So these can be um, thoughts popping into your head. You know, that negative ego voice instead of our quiet soul voice, negative uh, turning you um, from continuing on your path, which inevitably is going to be wonderful you just have a light
2: to coming through and i just have to keep my eyes focused on the light at the end of the tunnel yeah
3: absolutely and not listen to those little goblins that are trying to trip you up and, and keep you in a state of fear and you're going to move forward but right now it's just a time where you're just going to have to to be patient okay yeah. maybe do some um inner work you know um, going deep within and definitely keeping your eye on on the light there and not letting the negative stuff deter you. That, that, I have a big problem with the negative self-talk and the mean voices
2: in my head. That thank you. That
0: I find that, I that find is- that last card very interesting. Uh, the woods, yes.
2: Yeah, I'm in the woods.
0: No, no. In I the
2: woods, stuck in the I mud. I see the
0: light. I see the light. And and <laughs> what and what did you just? what are you just completing
2: the Saturn return
0: would you say you are on your way out of your Saturn return yeah and I even recently
2: said this to my therapist that I feel like with the Saturn return Capricorn's about scaling the mountain I feel like I finally reached the top and can finally see you know the the sun on my the sun on my skin the wind in my face can see like what's ahead like the glory of you know not being blocked by this mountain I I mean I still feel like she said a little bit stuck in the mud and I've been having some issues with that her message really resonated with me but uh as far as Saturn return goes I feel like I can breathe again
0: yeah you see a light at the end of the tunnel
2: yeah I'm I'm coming out of the woods I'm going toward the light (laughs) that's pretty good
0: Claudia Feel like doing another?
2: One? Are we gonna let Joey do one? Joey oh, I Joey do one. oh, I think Joey should do one. Oh, Joey should pull Claudio's cards. I don't have my hey.
3: deck. Oh, he does that work. By the way, this oh. this
0: will this will be a Virgo pulling some cards for a Pisces. <laughs> yeah,
3: Joey Joey doesn't have his. Do you have your deck here?
4: I got one, but I don't. I like my other one better. But
3: Uh, (laughs) coming says the Virgo
0: says the Virgo I I like the other one better
2: (laughs) and that's a thing too is like uh y'all are very um I know tarot readers like they often like have like their special deck and like don't like for other people to use like he wants to use his deck he doesn't want to use your deck
3: yeah, yeah, I mean, he he definitely has a favorite deck. I have a favorite deck. Um, some some readers are, you know, kind of weird about that, um, especially like having other people touch their cards. But
0: What's I your experience on that? Cards.
3: I like to have people touch the cards because it works with energy. That's what everything is all about. So once they're shuffling, they're putting that energy, that thought into those cards. And then, of course, you know, I, I would clear them, you know, with my smudging sage and, you know, some crystals and such.
0: Oh, so you let so you let your people shuffle the shuffle the deck. I do,
3: yeah.
0: Oh wow, yeah. I I've heard that you're not supposed to let people touch your deck. Yeah, that's
3: not. not it's a preference. Are you, are you supposed
0: to? I also heard. Uh, you are supposed to be gifted your first deck. Is that true?
3: So oh. you know, again, I I don't I don't fit in a box and I'm not cookie cutter. So I completely do not understand that that thought. What about self care? What about getting yourself a gift? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> why can't I go by my own, you know? Good.
0: If I, was, if I
2: waited for someone to give me a tarot deck, I would never have one.
0: Says the Aquarius.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Aquarius likes to do things different.
3: <laughs> yep. So Joey did find um, a deck that he, he definitely resonates with. So he's right. doing some shuffling.
0: Claudia, you ought to feel special. <laughs>
3: You're getting you're Joey
0: doesn't do this publicly he, he he likes to do it private so
3: when we have special. our um cacao ceremonies and we do drumming and we're working with emotional traumas and releases through the heart chakra at the end of that session um anybody who sticks around afterwards can either ask myself or Joey to pull a card for them and you know Joey will have people in tears with his message it's it's just awesome
0: but he but he hesitate but he hesitates to deliver those messages no, Michelle,
3: absolutely.
0: Would,
4: you,
3: would you
0: would you put would you call yourself an alchemist
4: no
3: i i, I don't know why but i i don't like i would cons- i don't know what i consider myself i'm drawn to wait, medicine wait, woman wait, or shaman
0: did you put this together yes is isn't that what alchemists do
2: making tinctures and uh special potions
0: or or is, or is my definition brutal? of alchemist wrong i don't
3: i i believe I you're correct types of alchemy right what are they? i don't know
2: enough to like really comment on it but
0: <laughs> what's your definition of alchemy uh claudia
1: uh alchemists are are transformational healers right people that can transform or transmute one thing to another These, you,
2: could see, you could even say that cooking is a form of alchemy
1: yeah cooking have, is a form we, of uh-huh. alchemy
2: together to make a dish
1: but you can also transform or transmute energy also like uh, uh like energy alchemy wow
3: yeah, now, now you're, you're making me yeah. think.
2: I think reiki would be part of alchemy and like going back to like what you were talking about being called witches in Louisiana, I never really resonated with being a witch ever mm-hmm. until like more recently. Like, oh, is this what it means to be a witch? Is that I garden and grow my own herbs and that I know exactly. how to read stars? Oh, just in the old days, it was like she can
3: read at all. Oh, she's a witch, you know? And that's exactly it. So it was that powerful female energy type that had the knowledge of the plant medicines and things like that it was kind of double-sided because they would want that service and then turn around and then label that person when it no longer served a purpose for them
1: right and it was all
3: about taking power away so I, I guess you know I don't resonate with the term witch um but I I guess you know if that's what I'm doing when I'm cooking my chicken noodle soup and I'm putting my herbs in there that i know are gonna help my family when they have congestion or a cold or i'm making my tinctures because i want to help people or i know how to read
2: astrology i know how to read dream symbols like hey, it's, how, i think the only problem with it is like oh it didn't come from a priest Yeah. how did that,
0: how did that, full, exactly. how did that full moon water turn out that you showed me you was oh my
3: gosh it's lovely it's lovely i'm I'm drinking a little right now, and I'm actually going to add some to my bath water later this evening. Wait,
0: have y'all ever, ever heard of that?
2: I have moon water, I haven't made any though since the blue moon in Libra like a few years ago. Oh, wow!
0: <laughs> well, can you tell some? Can you tell the people how to make some moon water?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, this go round with this last wolf full moon, I did gem infused moon water, so it was like a double whammy. So I just take um, a glass bowl and a mason jar, and I don't like to tell or instruct people to put crystals in their water because some crystals are toxic and some crystals don't like water. So it's never really a good idea to do that. People do do it, I don't. So um, I take a bowl and I take a mason jar and I put the mason jar in the glass bowl. And then I put all my crystals around the mason jar and in the mason jar, I have spring water and of course the lid on it. So I'm getting the frequency of all the stones infusing into the water, but now I'm also placing outside to um, use the moon to infuse the moon's energy with the water and to also clear the stones. And then of course, by the time I get out there the next day to bring it in, I've gotten the, I've got the energy from the sun too. Right. So, um, yeah and then I just use it you have to be careful because I mean amplifies you know emotions and um
0: drinking the moon water
3: so I do like
0: drinking drinking the moon water amplifies emotions
3: well, moon water in general, whether you're drinking it or using it in your bath, you have to be very cautious about your emotional state because it's an amplifier of emotions. So you want to make sure that you are emotionally in a good state when you're using it. Now, if I woke up and I was feeling a little depressed or, or you know, down, I, I wouldn't be drinking it today because it's going to amplify that. Um, so yeah, you just have to be cognizant, you know, aware of that. And also if you have in
2: the moon water, be Careful of which ones are toxic to drink, right?
3: Yeah, so I would never put stones in water. Period, that's why they're outside of the mason jar, and that way the energy of the stones and the frequency of the stones can just kind of um, infuse through the glass. You know, it's all about the frequency of the stones, not necessarily having them in the water.
2: Yeah,
3: but people do that, and people drink essential oils, which I don't get either. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's sketchy and and unsafe so and i think joey's got some cards for you all
1: right can't wait okay i got the special reading (laughs) two in a row
4: here's your first card it's called the arrow to me i mean as we know once the arrow is launched it's on a path to its target. And I mean, the target is, again, I resort kind of to military terms and stuff like that. But the target is the mission. You have a final destination that you are in direct alignment with. You're going in the right direction. I mean, the key thing is be true to yourself. Don't Don't go astray. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Stay straight and aligned. Don't let the outside world interfere with your path. Don't, don't sacrifice your beliefs to try to fit in. Be true to yourself. I mean, again, it's just, just stay focused. I mean, once once you what you want to do has already been launched in your mind. You already know what the end focus is. Just continue that path. You'll get to it.
1: Wow, thank you.
4: (laughs) Your next card, it's called Thunder. Wow.
1: Okay.
4: And I I mean, for me, this is, you have a great voice. Let it be heard. You know when Buffalo running a pack, how much force, how much noise, how much strength it has. Let your strength be heard. Again, it's still referring back to your arrow. Stay true to your path,
1: yeah.
4: And you have so much power in that path that nothing will stop you, just let it go. Be yourself, be true to yourself. Again, the last card
2: you got this, Claudia.
3: Got this. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't cry! I'm gonna cry,
2: cry everything.
1: <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's awesome. Thank you.
3: It's tears of joy.
4: <laughs> Last card is the spiral. Again, you have to listen to the first two cards. Stay true to yourself. Stay focused. Let your strength resonate with you. You'll have hiccups, steps, locking steps that are in your path. But With the Thunder card, you're powerful enough to go to basically stampede over your problems. Mm -hmm. You just keep going straight. Those problems won't be there. You're going to get rid of those problems. And uh, in the very center of all the spirals, right, here's your target again. Mm -hmm. You're staying focused. You're reaching your target. You may have to say you may have to hit the steps, but you got the Buffalo power it's going over the steps.
2: Can that also mean, because uh, what I kind of pick up from that card is like, you kind of feel like you're going around in circles.
4: Yeah, yeah. correct.
2: Like slowly and, uh, ascending.
3: hmm correct. Like, toward it.
4: Right, because I mean, and that's like, Can I yeah.
3: So it, as Joey was reading uh, this card here, um, the spiral, of course, you know, it reminds me of um, fractals or what we put out. Like, I feel this is closely connected to um, a dream, a passion that you have, and that's gonna be the rippling effect It's going to go out to everybody. So it's it's bigger than yourself. So I don't know if that resonates with you, but it's just something that struck me um, with that card.
1: That was really amazing. Thank you so much. (laughs) As you could tell, like. (laughs) that was awesome that that hit it hit me it hit me like in a in a very specific way so thank you i appreciate that
4: thank you i'm glad you enjoyed it
2: i kind of want to make a connection to your chart too because um you have sagittarius moon sagittarius is ruled by jupiter which is zeus the god of thunder and his lightning bolt arrows that just showed up in your card reading that might have something to do with your moon you mean me yes because you have the Sagittarius moon and and the thunder and arrows the you know Zeus is the god of thunder with his lightning bolt arrows that's true with direction that Sagittarius the archer like I don't know that I kind of picked up on your astrology when he was picking that up
1: That, that 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 could make some sense yeah yeah I could see that um no, of, I it it's Loddy, definitely. By
0: the way, you also have two people talking to you with some strong tenth house energy.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, I, I I think it's um I think it's interesting uh the message that you that that you specifically went with because um yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine. And uh, I think I was asked a question like, oh, like, what are you doing or what's going on or whatever? And I was like, no, you know, I'm just kind of like doing this and this and that's it. Like, it seems like this is what the universe wants me to do. So I'm just sticking to this. Like, just that's it. And uh, yeah, it really resonated. So thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Um, Do you always use uh, a lot of warrior uh, symbology
4: in your readings? Joey. I think I tend to probably more than I should. <laughs>
2: no, 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 just do you and that's your style, that's your experience, that's where you come from. I think you should use it.
0: Yeah, plus uh plus you uh you're talking to two Aries rising. so uh I think uh they really could resonate. <laughs> that's true. <with> that. <laughs> but, uh uh with that. I wanted to ask I wanted to ask you guys uh Claudia and D. Joey is pretty talented as Michelle says and she always keeps trying to tell him to push his gifts out there, right? Would you say that more Michelle?
3: About it. He's more
0: yep. Why would you say he, he, he hesitates with his gifts?
2: Is this Joey's? Yes. What, I don't
1: know. What do you want, what do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say right here? Oh, Saturn and Aries, right? In the and the fifth?
0: And North Node in the fifth. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Hobby. Speaking to
1: yeah. a Chiron in the speaking to a Chiron in the fifth. You just gotta go you just gotta put it out there, Joey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well well actually his Chiron is in Pisces in the fourth. I know. <laughs> you know, but it's close. But you know, uh yeah. Being with with that being your fifth house, you know, uh, pretty much you gotta be the warrior, put it on out there. You know, let your let your uh, light shine.
4: I'm working on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, why do you think you've been in the military and jujitsu and all of that stuff? Trying to. Hey, I,
2: I think you're pointing to his fifth house. I'm seeing that he's uh, he's is he's, he's a he's allowing himself to display that Saturn which would be like the obstacles he's overcome. It's in Aries, he's he's willing to display that warrior side more openly, because Leo is the spotlight. So you're willing to showcase that. But then you have all these planets in your 12th house, which is more like your hidden side, your shy side. You're not expressing your moon as much. And then uh, I was looking at his Placidus chart too, and I was noticing he has uh, Pisces and Virgo are intercepted which Pisces is spirituality. And if it's intercepted, he has a hard time expressing Pisces and Virgo energy.
0: You know, I, I, found, I, I find that uh, a lot of intercepted houses come with uh, only childs.
2: Oh,
1: I have- I am an only child. Do
0: you have- is, I have know? an intercepted house. Yeah, I
1: think it's Taurus and Scorpio, or something like that. I've mm,
0: Actually, and never seen your chart, Claudia. You need to send me
2: your chart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So, um, uh, Joy and Michelle, how could uh the people of Iron Astrology readings get in touch with you, uh, if they would like to get a reading or something?
3: Um, easily. Um. You know, we do um, readings through Zoom. So if you just go to our website, mysticbayou.com and send us a email, we can um, hook up that way and and do the Zooms. Or if you're local to the area, you can uh, give us a call, set up an appointment and we can do the the readings live.
0: All right. You, uh, how about the online store? Is that going yet? Uh, is, Is it coming? Like, like somebody asked me about one of those dragons in the in the store i had took a picture
3: oh yeah without... so um again it's one of those things that seems so big and it overwhelms so we're working on it little by little and you know we we are having um classes and different things almost every night of the week so um you know on our days off we're, we're picking at things just trying to get it done
0: what type of class
3: Um, so most currently, uh, Joey teaches a introduction to Kundalini yoga, um, learning breath work and, and bringing up that Kundalini energy. So we do that on Tuesdays. Um, people can sign up for that class, um, via our, our website and it's an actual in in our shop, um, class. And then, um, on Wednesdays currently we're doing classes on chakras and the colors of chakras and explaining to people how that chakra works in our um, system and ways to detect if it's balanced or not balanced and things to do to correct those balances. And Thursdays, we have our crystal singing bowl sound bath. So that lasts for about a half an hour. And currently right now, Fridays are pretty, um, I think the only day that we really don't have anything And we're also teaching uh, Reiki. Um, So we have different Reiki courses, Reiki level one, level two, um, that we do on specific Saturdays.
0: Well,
3: all right. And and, and intuition, we have an intuition 101 class that we teach people. Um, You know, intuition is pretty much our first language. We've always had it. Everybody has it to what degree, it just depends. So we teach people how to recognize how intuition speaks to them and how they can work that um, intuitive muscle and um getting into teaching mediumship as well that's a course that we used to have at our old location and um we'll be announcing that date as well
0: all right i i have one last question um before i ask it uh do you have anything you want to say ask ask, you have any questions any y'all have any questions
2: I mean, I think we covered a lot. Just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your gifts with us, sharing your story. Uh, I know that probably is hard to talk about, and I think a lot of people probably appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, I think you're going to help a lot of people who have gone through what you've gone through, Michelle. And um, thank you for sharing your your readings with me and Claudia. Mm-hmm. I think they were both great.
1: <laughs> Claudia, <laughs> do you have a question? uh no i just want to reiterate literally what uh what Dee just said thank you so much uh for your time thank you for sharing your story with us um i hope that one day you get to share with millions of people um and thank you so much joey for that reading it was very very heartfelt
4: you're welcome
0: i'm glad you enjoyed yeah all right you ready for my last question oh
3: boy okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: your story started off with uh, something you saw on TV the crystal light bed whatever happened to that idea
3: that idea started Mystic Bayou Holistic and Alternative Health
4: and it's a story that's still ongoing do you have one? oh yes Wait, say that again.
3: <laughs> now
4: We have a crystal light therapy bed. And the story's still <laughs> ongoing.
0: Did y'all hear that, Claudia and Dee? I did, I did. It's amazing. She she had a vision. She saw something on TV. She said she wanted that. And,
1: and they have it I don't on. know
0: how long it took her. How long did it take you to get that crystal look Two
3: weeks once we literally once we put it into you know the hands of universe and, and spoke our intention it literally we were able to get it within about two weeks
4: yep. showed up in our apartment and took up a quarter of the apartment oh, all right.
3: ask
2: and you shall receive well,
0: mm-hmm. what was the what was the uh thing that y'all just put in the shop? the light the light thing with the chakra you
3: so that's the crystallite Therapy bed. Oh,
0: that's, that's what that that's is? That's
3: what that is. Yeah, oh, so it has Vogel cut crystals, and we, we work with color um, frequency, chromotherapy, and frequency. You know what?
0: We assumed that everybody knew what that was. What is oh, a Crystal Light yeah. bed?
3: So the Crystal Light bed is um, a multi-therapy session that anybody can use for many different reasons. Um, So basically what happens is you lay on a massage table that has a jade and tourmaline mat on top of it that's heated. So jade and tourmaline has been used in Eastern medicine for centuries to help um, support the nervous system, the lymphatic system, and the immune system, and it also helps to detox our body, pulls the toxins out. Um, So while you're laying on that, um, we use sound, so binaural sounds so different frequencies to, to correct an issue um, and how we pick that is when you come in you fill out paperwork letting us know what your intent is or what you would like to receive from your session so somebody might come in and say um, you know I'm dealing with pain or I'm dealing with addiction or I'm dealing with depression that's going to help us pick the binaural frequency that you're going to be listening to through a headset while you're laying on that massage table on the jade and tourmaline mat and then we have a light bar um, that's on a stand and it has Vogel cut crystals in it. So there's seven of them. And those seven Vogel cut crystals, clear cork crystals represent each of the seven chakras that we work with and that most people are familiar with. And there's light that's infused through those. And if you don't know about Vogel cut crystals, they're named after the person who invented them. And that was Marcel Vogel, who put crystals in the original IBM computers. So he had done a lot of research with um, quantum physics and with crystals, and this specific design amplifies the healing energy of the crystals. Easy. So it's just infused with um, color as well. So we direct those over top of each of the chakra points, those seven on our body, and you're listening to frequency. And then, of course, we're going to you know, put some essential oils in the diffuser that are going to work well with your session. So say you come in, you're dealing with depression, we'll play a binaural frequency that's going to trigger your body to or trigger your brain to produce specific chemicals or hormones like serotonin, um, oxytocin, um, dopamine, and we'll use essential oils that help with that as well. So maybe orange or pink grapefruit, something along those lines. And you have a 45 minute session or an hour session and you come out and people inevitably say, Oh my gosh, I feel like I've just had a massage for my soul because it allows you to go deep, inside yourself and release blockages and traumas. And I like to say it's like fizzy pop or fizzy soda. You know, the bubbles just come up very lightly and dissipate and you actually, um, the system continues to work for about seven days and you might experience um, emotional releases throughout those seven days. And you might, you know, just feel like crying or you just might spontaneously laugh Um, you know, and I always tell people because we tend to get in our head, you know, if I'm crying, why am I crying? Where is this coming from? Oh my gosh, it doesn't matter. It's 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 tears that are healing, so just let it go. You know, don't just release it. That's that's all you have to do.
1: That sounds amazing. That 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 made me wanna like (laughs) that makes me want to get on a plane and like over and do one of those
0: that's what i was about to say d claudia you you want to uh spend some of that stimulus money <laughs> come down to the casino you know hang out with old the old man old paul over here <laughs> talk, talk some astrology go go visit joey and michelle uh, lay on a crystal crystal bed you know d bring your husband uh <laughs> Tell them to take one of Joey's kundalini classes. You got two kids, you might end up with three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Right. I want to thank I want to thank y'all for coming on the show and uh, spending time with us. Uh, also, uh, being patient with me, being my detective trying to find out your knowledge. You know. <laughs> Um, we
3: we definitely appreciate it very much we enjoyed the invite it's been a pleasure and such a wonderful experience meeting you all and definitely have an open invitation anytime
0: thank you uh do you you want to tell the people how they can get into contact with you
2: and all that well you can find me on my website at dream-astrology.com I'm on Instagram and Reddit now. I have a red bubble for my artwork. If you want some artwork on T-shirts or scarves or mugs, coasters, whatever, and you can find me on those at D33 Universe.
0: A. D. Yes. Joey, Joey does the uh, ordering for Mystic Bayou. Tell him about your calendar
2: yeah i have an astrological calendar that uh it goes by the signs of the zodiac instead of january through december it's aries through pisces and it starts with the first day of spring and i do all the artwork for it so if you're interested you know just definitely work. you can work something out i'll send you some old
4: okay without <laughs> a <I'd> doubt. <laughs>
2: And if anyone wants to order one, you can find it on my website and just buy it straight for me.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, Claudia? Uh, you can reach me on my website, waltavision.com or on, on the gram, W-A-L-T-A, walta And uh, thank you so much, everyone. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right. And I want to thank everybody for joining us for this next last episode. Uh, I want to thank Joy and Michelle for coming down. Uh, I was going to uh, say visit Mystic Bayou and all that, but I think they already did that work for me. Uh, <laughs> I, could be, I could be reached at IamAstrologyReadings.com. Uh, follow me but, so you can my, read my horoscopes um, and blogs and all of that stuff that I put out. Uh, you know how I end this every time. Know thyself and balance your energy. Peace started off with question. question, and then it's number two. Well, things well, on my well, mind, why this, what that, well, what should we do? The question, question. question. that the surgeon is diving into seeking. Go for well, some ass leakage. She to get the tweaking, Where you so don't be get the preaching? You don't be telling me Ooh. that my fate Ooh, is man. in the far as you read my energy. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the things that you want. People don't the see, they saw some Christmas seeds. It's from the start, that's why you trapped me, such a killing lead. Rest me on your knees, Can't face your sins you, of wounds. Don't have a question, no have the face, you trust you told the truth. You think it can't, you can't be, slanted? be slanted? You think it can just be whited? It's warfare fair, the bomb explode collateral damage. I manage to maintain, to explain. We hit it, evolve, that's but the damn thing changed.